Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about a powerful new PSA from the Me Too movement, and everything that happens to your body when you hate your job. But first, former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz has announced he's considering running for president in 2020 as an independent. You may have seen Schultz, a billionaire and self-described, quote, lifelong Democrat, being featured in an episode of 60 Minutes Sunday Night, in which he said he was, quote, seriously mulling a run for president as, quote, a centrist independent outside of the two-party system, unquote. During the interview, he ripped into the Democratic Party, accusing it of failing to offer a feasible health care proposal. But not everyone, especially Michael Bloomberg, thinks this is a great idea. In a tweet Monday afternoon, Bloomberg, the former mayor of New York City, who himself is flirting with a 2020 run as a Democrat, said that any third-party candidate would disproportionately threaten the Democratic nominee, whoever he or she is. He wrote, quote, In 2020, the great likelihood is that an independent would just split the anti-Trump vote and end up re-electing the president. That's a risk I refused to run in 2016, and we can't afford to run it now, unquote. Bloomberg was parroting a tweet his former aide Howard Wolfson wrote Sunday. Wolfson now works for the Bloomberg Foundation. Part of Wolfson's concern is that Schultz appears to side with Democrats on a variety of issues, which could pull some Democratic voters away from their own candidates. President Donald Trump saw this weekend's 60 Minutes and on Monday prodded his would-be opponent on Twitter, going after his intelligence. Trump wrote, quote, Howard Schultz doesn't have the guts to run for president. Watched him on 60 Minutes last night, and I agree with him that he is not the smartest person, unquote. And the Me Too movement just launched a new PSA campaign to remind survivors that they're not alone. Tarana Burke, the activist who founded the movement against sexual abuse more than a decade ago, on Monday debuted a series of videos featuring the stories of four individuals. Emily Waters, Daniela Contreras, an anonymous survivor, and actor Terry Crews, who has been an outspoken advocate on social media and on the Senate floor. Burke said of the PSA, quote, It's about survivors regaining control of their own stories and taking hold of their own healing journeys. If the PSAs empower one person to gather the resources they need to begin their own recovery, whether that's telling their story or seeking justice in whatever way feels right for them, then the PSAs have served their purpose, unquote. And everyone's had a bad day at work, and the Sunday scaries can be real. But it turns out that the debilitating work stress of a toxic work environment could be ruining your health. Here's what happens to your body when you hate your job, according to experts, and some ways to combat the negative effects. First, you can't sleep. A few restless nights are not a huge deal, but if it becomes a pattern, it may be a sign that your job stress has become toxic. Also, you get headaches and all-over body aches. According to the American Psychological Association, when you see the workplace as a danger zone, it keeps your muscles wound tight. Chronic tension in the neck, shoulders, and head can be associated with migraines and tension headaches. If you're always typing, just following up emails, with your shoulders hunched and your jaw clenched, this could be a sign that your job is impacting your health. Maryland-based clinical psychologist Monique Reynolds of the Center for Anxiety and Behavior Change notes that increased stress can exacerbate existing mental health issues. One 2012 analysis of 279 studies linked perceptions of organizational unfairness with employee health complaints, such as overeating and depression. 
you could also lose interest in sex. The American Psychological Association notes that when women have to juggle professional stress on top of their ongoing personal and financial obligations, it can reduce sexual desire. For men, this chronic stress can result in lower testosterone production, which in turn leads to a lower libido. You could also be getting sick more often because toxic work stress is compromising your immune system, on top of feeling tired all the time or even having stomach issues. To combat these negative health effects of a toxic job, try taking breaks. After your body goes on high alert to defend you from unreasonable demands and bad bosses, you need to give it time off. Reynolds says companionship outside of the workplace, meditation, and exercise can help to offset the stress symptoms. Or you can try reframing your negative thinking with mindfulness. Manage your unhelpful rumination about how the presentation went or what your colleagues are thinking about you with mindfulness. And finally, take these symptoms as a sign that it might be time to move on. One expert says that long hours, a lack of autonomy, uncertain scheduling, and economic insecurity at jobs are all factors that contribute to a toxic workplace environment that employees need to leave behind, not just cope with. So polish off that resume and ditch that toxic workplace. It's for your health. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. A blast of super cold Arctic air is bringing dangerous sub-zero temperatures to the U.S. Midwest and Northeast as the system cartwheels through the Dakotas into Chicago and onto New England. The National Weather Service said that tonight and into tomorrow morning, Chicago is expected to hit an astounding 20 to 25 below Fahrenheit. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has officially invited President Donald Trump to give the State of the Union address on February 5th. Pelosi released a letter to Trump in which she formally invited him to deliver the speech, quote, before a joint session of Congress, unquote, in the House chamber. Her deputy chief of staff, Drew Hamill, tweeted Monday. The invitation came after Trump signed a bill Friday to get the government back up and running after the longest shutdown in U.S. history. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!